So Gunnar, this is 249. We're, we're one episode away from the uh, episode 250. How should we celebrate episode 250? I don't know. I don't know. We need, we need ideas. What, what are you thinking? Well, I was thinking either a 250 minute episode mm-hmm. or a 25 minute episode. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or a two and a half minute episode. Yeah, or a twenty-five hundred minute episode. <laughs> Feel like a telethon. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, hey, you were you were just at uh you were just at Dreamforce, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Salesforce's annual conference. Uh, and man, I was just exhausted. There's like tens of thousands of people there. You know, I'm used to going to like you know the Red Hat Summit where you know it's like. You you push in ten thousand people, but it was like orders. Uh, well, it was like bigger than that. It's just crazy, and uh, you know, especially coming out of COVID and and not doing many events, it was just overwhelming. With and they had in three days, they had fifteen hundred sessions. It's Whoa. it's just yeah. Imagine being there on the review committee for that, and and it's like crazy. And then they had, uh, um, and I, as an introvert, you know, I'm like. Uh, well, somebody else wants to go. That's okay. And then, then I heard that the Foo Fighters were playing at at the event, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go. I'll go." Yeah. And and yeah. so I was able to go. And and I I took a quick video of uh, the beginning where uh, the Foo Fighters are playing, and then the Salesforce characters were like in their you know furry costumes and all that, and dancing and like little wait, mosh wait. pit. Hold on, Salesforce characters? You mean like? Salesforce employees who are characters who are dressing up in furry costumes. I asked about that. Uh, and if I could get in on that and, and they said, <laughs> no. and, and so uh, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, is that they are actual professional actors uh, in costume, uh, like inside these, like, imagine like you got your mascots for your football team or Hamburglar or Grimace or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like that. But the Salesforce characters uh, for like uh, Cody, the bear and, whatnot and uh yeah and and so they're i guess they're a professional unionized uh, you know bonded all that stuff and and so it's uh you know i was like oh it's i wonder if there's an opportunity to like you know if you got to sign up for instead of doing like a booth shift uh do a turn inside the the mascot uh costume and all that <laughs> and uh they're like no no uh, you don't do that not available yeah no no and okay. i was, and you know what it's like. You you do these events where it's like you're lucky if you get lunch, you know, because you're you're just bouncing yeah. from one thing to another. Right. And so uh since it's in San Francisco this year, uh the Salesforce tower is like right next to Moscone. And so it's like you would I would be like walking back and forth because that's where meetings were and stuff like that. And there's a one day it's like I didn't even get lunch. So I, I grabbed a handful of these like in this in the break room, they have these like uh uh peanut butter chocolate bites uh, if you're gonna get protein or whatever um and it winds up that they're like uh caffeinated peanut butter bites uh like like intense ones Uh oh yeah so imagine it's something about the size of like a reese's peanut butter cup but with uh 50 milligrams of caffeine in it It's like I just grabbed a handful of them and I'm walking back to the convention center because I had to do a, a round table and I, I ate like five of them in a row. And it's like oh. I 
get to the round table and I'm like Mr. Aggressive in the round table. So what do you think? What about you? What about you? <laughs> oh, calm down, calm down. And then uh and then later it's like last week I was I was like exhausted and I, I had had to travel, went to DC. Uh so the week after Dreamforce, right? And and uh so it's like on the way there, uh on the way to the office, I I uh stopped at a Panera, got lunch, and and they have these, you know, charged lemonades. And I never tried them. It's like, oh, that, that sounds interesting. They have a new low calorie version. I don't I don't want all the, you know, three hundred calories or whatever. Right. I, it's like I'm filling my my large cup up uh with the uh um blood orange charged splash uh which uh is new and i'm pouring up and then they put the calorie count and the caffeine count on there as you're filling it up yeah and and i knew that like a like a a mountain dew is like 54 milligrams of caffeine so Mm -hmm. it's like one of those peanut butter things is equal to like one mountain dew right yeah and i'm filling it up and it's like okay for this blood orange charged splash uh, 368 milligrams per 30 ounce. Whoa. So it's, so if you do the math, a, a Mountain Dew is about four and a half milligrams per ounce. This, uh, drink is over 12 milligrams per fluid ounce. Charged indeed. Yeah. And, and so I found out that, uh, I guess some of the Paneras, they actually moved the charged lemonades to be like employee controlled because teenage kids were like getting all hepped up on the, the charged <laughs> lemonades and just, it just wasn't good. You know, that I don't know what they were doing, but it's like, I drank the thing cause it's like, I'm drinking it and I'm like, this doesn't taste great, but it's like, I don't want to waste it. And like the whole rest of the day, like my chest was hurting and just palpitations <laughs> and and it's like, oh, it was bad. It was bad. So can't can't recommend it. Man, it seems like there's nowhere to run from this caffeine. Yeah, yeah. It's in everything these days. Uh yeah. Yeah. But what about you? What's what's going on with you? Uh well, a whole bunch of stuff going on, but today I wanted to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. So Soren has reached the age where he's ready. Yeah. yeah. For Dungeons and Dragons. And it has been a minute since uh, I've even participated in a D&D game, let alone Dungeon Master. And I was never proud of my performance as a Dungeon Master. Um, yeah. So we got the Essentials Kit, and I'm going through the thing at the blah, 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 at the Ice Spire, and he's making the character, um, Halfling Wizard, by the way. Uh, and it was delightful, Dave. It was so yeah. much fun. Um, I got super, will it surprise you to learn? I got super hung up on the rules and exactly how you conduct the combat and all the rest of it. And it got to, we got about 30 minutes into it and I realized none of that matters. The most important thing is that they're giving me all the raw material I need to walk him through a story, right? Yes. And and the important part is that he's enjoying himself in the story. And now freed from my uptight rule uh, studying, um, we just had a delightful time and he had a great time and he can't wait to do it again. Um, super cool. Really just, a just a great time. And, uh, so that launched a whole bunch of D and D research on my part because I want to learn how to improve my, my, my dungeon master game. And, uh, I learned about a number of people who are now using chat GPT to aid in their dungeon mastering. Oh, okay. 
So not just doing things like, not just like rolling dice on your behalf, that part's easy. Seer, you can do that for you. Um, But the uh, things like, uh, generate me a list of 20 things that fairies might say to confuse an adventurer. Oh, right. And then roll the dice and then you'd get to, and then, and then, okay. So the fairies tell you X, Y, Z really fun, like cool stuff. And never this idea that like, Oh no, the AI isn't actually like doing the job of the dungeon master, but the AI can do all the drudge work of being a dungeon master. Right. And can like quickly come up with a set of options or might help you with some colorful narrative that you might want to read. Um, anyway, so I, uh, I'm having a great time. Me and my, my AI aided, uh, dungeon master, uh, situation. Um, it's a good time. I can recommend it. Yeah. And Soren, he's enjoying it too. He's absolutely enjoying it. Yeah. He's having a, he's having a thrill of his life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I've never done, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So, um, it can yeah, be, my- it can be intimidating. If you go and sit down with the rule book and read through it, you're like, Oh my God, like I gotta, I, I got, I got, now I gotta get fingerprints and hair samples and like, it's, right, it's right. overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, if you just give yourself permission to ignore that, it can be a great yeah. time. Yeah. Well, my daughter does that. Uh, she picked up, uh, uh, I don't know how she figured it out. Like on, on Facebook or something during COVID, she's like, Hey, I'm in the dungeons and dragons. Anybody want to do it with me? And there's a bunch of girls you know, from all over that, uh, then they still do it to this day. Like every Sunday afternoon, uh, they do uh, dungeons and dragons. So, and I hear her in her, in her, uh, you know, uh, her now office and she's just laughing loud and just having a great time. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we got, we got a good show coming up. Uh, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff we're familiar with, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, uh, brains in a bucket sort of things. And, uh, but we're also going to be talking, you know, more about, believe it or not, uh, AI and, and, uh, down memory lane as we get ready for um episode 250 you know we got we got talking about uh pods uh that you could put people in and stuff like that and yeah. uh the uh uh heilmeister catechism we'll, we'll go over that too uh for for uh those out there but um but yeah so for for everybody to get uh uh links so they could buy their own uh, uh caffeinated uh, peanut butter chocolate bites uh where where should we send them yeah so they can go to uh, dgshow.org uh that's d as in dave g as in gunner show.org and uh if you're on x or twitter or whatever you can go to dgshow.org and if you're on mastodon you can uh, do dgshow.org all spelled out at mas.to Right on, right on. And then uh, cutting room floor, I uh, got some fun stuff. So uh, just uh, we haven't seen any good deep fakes in a while, but uh, got a good one with Arnold Schwarzenegger playing both the soup Nazi and Elaine at the same time. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's fun. Um, and then uh, hand grenade throwing is a college sport. Uh, so that's a blast from the past about 100 years ago. It's like, why not make it a college sport? Uh, so uh, get people ready. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, as fans of the show that like, uh, Werner Herzog, uh, we, there, there was an AI generated book of poetry that he narrates, which is absolutely worth it. Uh, and, and we put a free sample in there and, and you found out, uh, he also does, uh, Yelp reviews. 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, Werner Herzog reviewing uh, the uh, the a Trader Joe's in in on Hyperion in Los Angeles, and uh, that is definitely worth visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's dramatic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, is. it is dramatic. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're always trying to get uh, brain organoids uh, working. You know, yeah. like as as we do in previous episodes. But uh, there's uh, Australian University, uh, uh, Monash University, I guess. Uh, mm. They created a thing called Dish Brain, uh, which uh, it's eight hundred thousand human and mouse brain cells that are lab grown and then attached to electrodes. And uh, so it's like, okay, you know, we've you know people are probably doing that and other places and all that, but they actually uh, set it up to do some uh, training of the neurons. And with f- within five minutes, uh, it learned how to play Pong. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, well, it gets better. Uh, so I guess they're working with a Melbourne startup uh, cortical labs. And then they got uh, $407,000 us uh, grant from uh, Australia's national intelligence and security discovery research grants program. So their, their department of defense is, is investing in them. Got it. So it took it, it took it five minutes to learn how to play pong. I wonder how long it would take it to learn how to spell out, help me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Want to play a game? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, while while we're in that neighborhood of mm-hmm. Australia, uh, in New Zealand, there's a supermarket that, you know how, like, uh, um, you know, there are websites where you plug in. It's like, these are the ingredients I have in my refrigerator. What what can I make? What meal can I make from that? And it would, it would come back with recipes. And, um, you know, in the past, I'm sure it was more, like, search-based, but now it's like, uh, this this uh, supermarket came up with an AI chatbot that could uh, come up with the recipes and all that. And then, uh, you know, uh, no surprise, uh, people tried to uh, figure out how they could break it and make it go bad. Mm-hmm. And um, so they came up the, uh, you know, they came up with, you know, a bunch of ingredients and uh, they came up with uh, recipes for chlorine gas Um Poison bread sandwiches, mosquito repellent roast potatoes. <laughs> uh, they also a uh, fresh breath mocktail, uh, ant poison and glue sandwiches, bleach infused rice surprise. Uh, I'll <laughs> leave it to you as to what the surprise is. And also um, menthol bliss. It's a turpentine flavored uh, French toast. Oh, God. So, I I I feel like <clears throat> as a culture perhaps we have we are now discovering the limits of what a large language model can deliver. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and the whole you know, they the, I guess the 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 journalist reached out to a spokesperson from the supermarket and they basically uh where they were not pleased about the results of, of people doing this. They, they were disappointed. A yeah. small minority have tried to use the tool inappropriately and not for its intended purpose, uh, <laughs> but they fixed it. Oh, um, okay. 
Yeah, they said that they that they're going to keep fine tuning their controls, but they also updated the terms and conditions, saying that the users need to be over eighteen. <laughs> and uh, you know, they've added the disclaimer that uh, the recipes are not reviewed by a human being, and uh, there's no guarantee that any uh, recipe will be a complete or balanced meal or suitable for consumption. And you must use your <laughs> own judgment. Uh, before making any recipe uh, uh, provided by uh, Savvy Mealbot, uh, which is the, the the name of the bot. Yeah, I feel like they're setting the bar awfully low for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, it reminded me, do you remember the, the Simpsons episode where they got a trampoline? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then, and then it's like all, and, and uh, so Homer, and I put a link to the, the clip in, in the show notes, but you know, for those that don't know, you know, it's like uh, Homer saw an ad for a free trampoline uh, and Krusty was giving it away. And then it's like he he took it, uh, uh, you know, and, and he was giving away the, the trampoline, gets it home. And then all these kids were getting hurt uh, from just like like, you know, just bouncing off of it or smashing into the metal part of the trampoline and all that. And uh, so Homer's solution to it was it is him nailing it, this caution sign in front of it. And it's like, all right, problem solved. So, <laughs> to me, it reminded me of that in terms of the, uh, uh, you know, hey, I put a I put a warning. You got to be 18 to use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then I don't know where this came from. I think it was somebody on Reddit. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, and I don't know where it came from, but uh, related uh there's uh, Amazon Kitchen, which I guess I don't know if that's part of uh, inside Whole Foods or whatever, but uh, it's like, uh, they, like a meal prep service, right? I guess, I guess. But they had uh, somebody had a photograph of um, uh, uh, lorem ipsum dolor and cheddar wrap. <laughs> oh yeah, see here, and then the the description, the promotional description of it says with lorem ipsum dolor sit amet. Exactly. And uh, it's perishable. So keep it refrigerated. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a sign me up, sign me up. So I don't know if that was a, an AI generated sandwich or a, a typo or what, but it uh, looks delicious. Um, yeah. And, and then also, you remember we, we were, we had the, um, you know, we talked about Jabberbox a long time mm-hmm. ago, right? Where I was in a Newark airport and you found this. There's a, a Tokyo coffee shop that has standing nap pods. I don't know if you want to uh, talk about that. Yeah. So it's called a uh, giraffe nap. Yeah. And it's, and so named because of when you are in, so if you can imagine like a sci-fi cylinder, let's call it seven, eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. And you sit in it in a kind of akimbo position so that you are ostensibly relaxed, but you are still vertical, mm-hmm. I guess, to save space. And, it's called, and so they call it giraffe nap because that is that is the position you you take on the form of a giraffe when you are in the this ostensibly relaxed position. <laughs> and they say that that uh, despite this extremely awkward looking device, um, you can actually reach uh, stage two of sleep, the, the pre-REM uh, sleep state so you can actually get 20 minutes of time to relax inside there and you've come out feeling refreshed yep yep and and then the other thing they said too is that i guess they're 
teaming up with uh, Nescafe, which is big outside the U.S. in terms mm-hmm. of like like the Starbucks of things outside the U.S. and yeah. and this is I guess in Japan is where they're doing this in Tokyo, yeah. Yeah. where they're saying that it's like what you want to do is have a highly caffeinated drink uh, yeah. and uh, you know get that down uh, and then uh, you could do a twenty minute power nap. And yep. by then the caffeine's going to hit. You're going to be refreshed. You're going to be wired. You're you're going to be good to go. <laughs> so so strange. I so someday someone is going to explain to me the Japanese passion for for sitting in a capsule. Yes. Yeah. Is it is it a space thing? I don't know. Because space thing. Because you got the capsule hotels, right? Capsule hotels. Now you yeah. get to drink your coffee in a capsule. Yeah. It's very yeah. strange. I guess it's very comforting womb like well, and I, I guess the density like in tokyo the, yeah you know, right. population density and all that it you know there's not real estate is a premium and if yeah. you're laying down you're taking up more space unless you do like bunk beds or something which could be awkward yeah but right. here it's like anybody could walk into their sleep cylinder and and uh get a power nap <laughs> anything, anything to get away from all these other people yeah yeah so we'll we'll have to tip this off. We, we should uh, uh, I should get a hold of my sources at Panera Bread and uh, see if they could uh, bring this to the United States and have one of the charged drinks and and uh, yeah pound one of them, pop a couple of the uh, awake peanut butter cups, yeah. and then sleep uh, for twenty minutes and come out and have a heart attack. It's a f- um, <laughs> incredible cross sell opportunity. Yeah, this is this is uh, unlimited unlimited upside potential. So, <laughs> yeah, and then related to that, I, I saw. Um, oh, like, do you sleep on planes? Uh, I do actually. I've uh, not reliably, but I've, I've but I've been known to sleep on a plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't. I or I I usually don't unless I'm like exhausted. I slept a little bit on the way back from Dreamforce because I was just wiped out, but. It's like for me being like, you know, over six two, you know, fitting in the seat and and I snore, so I'm self conscious about snoring and all that. And uh uh but uh yeah, there's there's um related to this the net pod thing, uh there is a uh a product that you can get uh that it's called True Rest that mm-hmm. $165. And it looks like this folding arm thing that you put your face in and you attach it to your uh, uh, folding tray that comes down. And then instead of you leaning back, you lean forward. I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see it from the illustration. If you can kind of imagine like a full face oxygen mask. Yeah. Or like a massage thing. Like you're on a massage table and you're looking down in that little hoop thing. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. I said on the uh, I was on a flight recently, Dave. I saw somebody with a, a s- airline sleeping position I had never seen before. Yeah. She once everybody was kind of settled in, it was an overnight flight, and uh, once everybody had settled in, she threw a blanket over herself, and then let's see how I can describe this. Knelt down so that her knees were on the floor her feet were extended back into the kind of footwell in front of her. Uh, and she had arranged kind of a pillow and a blanket so that she was resting on the seat of the seat. Okay. 
Okay. With her face and body. So she was rotated, uh, turning the opposite direction. You got it. Yeah, she was facing the wrong way in the chair. Right. And uh, anyway, it looked extremely uncomfortable, but she was uh, she was at ease. She got a she. I was there. She got a very good night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Innovation. Well, well, but like with this thing, it's like you clip it in, and then like you know, I guess if anybody needs to get up, you you gotta you know, like if you're in the aisle, you know, you gotta not just like get up. You you need to like disconnect that from your seat and right. or I mean from your tray and all that. And then what about the person that is behind you that like reclines and then you're like really snoring in their face yeah. or in, in the back of their head and all yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. But, I uh, would be I would yeah. be a little bit worried about uh, disassembling the entire thing uh, to let out the person sitting next to me if you're on the aisle, like you're saying. Yeah. On the other hand, if you walk onto an airplane with one of these contraptions, yeah. chances are nobody's going to want to sit next to you. Right. It, well, if you do it on the on the uh, on like a Southwest where people could pick wherever they sit, yeah. you know sit with yeah. either one of these or like a uh, a tuba or something like that, and yeah, it's <laughs> you're good to go. And then. I was wondering. It's like I wonder if you could put one of these in the in the standing nap pod in that uh, that Japanese contraption. Right. Yeah. See, now you're cooking. Now you're cooking. And uh, yeah. maybe there's some work opportunities for this as well in the office. Yeah. Yeah. In in uh, like conference rooms, you know, in in your, in your meetings, you know, people yeah. have to go back to the office. There's no stipulation. You got to be conscious, you know. In the <laughs> meeting. So it's like you're present. You're physically there. Yeah. So something to, some to try out, uh, be on the lookout for. Um, but yeah, and and so I guess laying in the plane here, have you ever heard of the Heilmeyer Catechism? No, I haven't. I haven't, but I'm interested. I am surprised. I am surprised. This is a DARPA thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so this is, uh, if you remember how we would talk about the, the S-bar from many episodes ago. Yes. Right? Yeah. So the the Heilmeyer Catechism is it's uh, George Heilmeyer. He's a former DARPA director from 1975 to 1977. Uh, he crafted a set of questions uh, to help agency officials think through and evaluate proposed research programs. So pretty cool. Yeah. And and so you know basically it's like what are you trying to do? Uh, how is it done today? What are the limits of your current practice? What What's the new approach? And why do you think it would be successful? Who cares? If you're successful, what difference was, would it make? What are the risks? How much will it cost? How long will it take? Um, and then what are the midterm and final exams to check for success? And um, there's the uh, Renee uh, Wegerson, who is, uh, she's actually the, uh, I believe the, the, the director of ARPA-H, which is the healthcare version of ARPA. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, basically took the Howmeric Catechism and added two additional costs for healthcare ones of how do you address cost, accessibility, and user experience? And the other one I like is how will this be misunderstood? Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good one. So it's it's a to me I think it's a good prompt for you know it's like especially as you think about planning for the next fiscal year or whatever of like what projects you're going to go after and all that it's like this is a good uh, you know like what big bets are you going to place in terms of like moonshots and and things like that and 
it's I think it's a good way to flesh out your uh, your line of thinking. So I, I thought that would be fun to share with everybody. And I'm, I'm glad uh, you're I was able to introduce it to you. Yeah, this is great. This is really helpful. I like this. And I really like that last question. How might this be misunderstood? There's a question we don't ask ourselves very often. Yeah, especially with AI and all that stuff that's, that's coming yeah. on. Of and, and also, especially in the healthcare world, too, of like, you know, it's uh, you come up with some therapy or something and it's like, oh, what if, it, you know, especially with vaccine hesitancy and things like that. It's like, how could how could people misunderstand it? And so being able to um, articulate uh, how it could be misunderstood and, and trying to get ahead of it and thinking ahead is and red teaming that I think is a good thing. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. That's great. That's a that's a yeah. that's a meaty episode, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're one. And next episode's going to be two hundred fifty. And we're going to have to we're going to have to celebrate. Uh, it's going to be exciting. That's right. That's right. So I guess for you know if people want to get all caffeinated up and and join a pickup uh, hand grenade throwing uh, college team or or while they listen to Werner Herzog read poetry uh, where do we need to send them yeah you can uh, secure your sleep pod rentals at uh, dgshow.org that's uh, D as in Dave G as in Gunner show.org nice nice all right well thanks Gunner and thanks everybody for listening yeah thanks Dave thanks everyone <laughs>